With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to Corner 3, where we have at least two of us here in our shot, and one person who is still beaming in from the ISS. Yo, you know what I'm saying. Uh, we are here this week and every week with a fantastic conversation around the NBA and basketball and all the things that we love in those spaces. I am one of your hosts, Khalif Adams. I am rocking with my two co-hosts. Potentially. Are you? <laughs> what has happened? I'm, Maybe. I'm very scared. Yeah, I'm, I'm scared worried. for everyone Playing tournament champions, baby. Oh. <laughs> we Woo! have. We you have. Playing tournament champions, you, baby. You rode that. You rode that wave pretty long. I was getting ready to call your partner to see <laughs> if you were dead. We got the ring, baby. The ring ceremonies <laughs> next week. Seth Curry's out of the league. Everybody wins, baby. Uh, coming in from the ISS, yo, we were scared as hell. It is Nikki Grayson. How are yeah, you The good doing? thing about that bit is that I didn't tell anyone I was going to do it until uh, literally three <laughs> frames before Khalif switched over from the initial scene. So oh. uh, that was a good bit. I'm really happy I did it. It was such a great bit that it made me think that we were about to go be sponsored by Life Alert. It is now yeah. John Warren. Right. How are you doing, John I, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm really glad that my friend and colleague, Nikki Grayson, is alive and well. Cause for Fuck, moment, if I do die on a Fanbyte product, you do have to get Life Alert. And then you have to, yeah. every, every ad read, you have to go. And in memory of Nicholas Grayson. We will. An and, ad from and, Life Alert. Life Alert for the low, low price of $29.99. <laughs> we'll send you a bracelet. God, that would whip. Oh, yeah, my God. Uh, calling in from That Ain't Funny. Dot com. <laughs> it is Kali Adams uh, here with both of my wonderful, wonderful castmates here uh, about to get into some conversations around basketball, as my friend Avery Johnson would usually say. Again, please, if you are listening to the show here in video format and in audio format, please check us out on any podcast platform. But if you are on the Apple podcast platform, please give us a five star review. Uh, so that we can raise money for the potential life alert band that we need to get Nikki now. Um, Thank you. I, I, I did buy. Excited. I I did just buy um a subscription service pill dispenser. That's how old I am. Wow. Oh. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know what? I, I can't be mad at that. We we're all uh, we're all in this. God blessing. God's working on all of us. You know. Yeah. I mean, look. At some <laughs> someday. When we all are allowed into one of Joel Olstein's mansions, <laughs> um, 
and we're all knocking on the door during the next you know bad weather event and he won't let us in uh we'll just think about this moment and we'll think about how how lucky we are at least to have each other uh yeah. in this space and to have playoff basketball as the thing that is keeping us safe it is warming us it is wrapping its lovely technical foul arms around our bodies and, and keeping us sustained in all the ways that we can um this episode i think is a little bit of a mia culpa uh because you know if you're watching in the video format uh the title of this episode is okay we were wrong uh and I think we were wrong. We, I know we talked about this a couple episodes ago, and we talked about not knowing what the hell was going to be in the case of the uh, playoff system and the play-in tournament and everything that goes in with that. But I can't front, and I can't lie. This has been some of the most interesting and fun basketball I've seen in a couple of a couple of seasons. Uh, Nikki, as, as at least one of the people who's excited and happy because your mm-hmm. team did some super cool stuff in the past 48 hours how are you feeling about playoff basketball how are you feeling about your <laughs> lakers uh captain feeling, three rings um, if uh lebron james stays healthy this team's uh losing in the finals to the brooklyn nets and i'm really excited about it <laughs> wait about the lakers losing to the brooklyn nets yeah. wow is <laughs> you think that's their ceiling you think that's their ceiling. yeah yeah. There's yeah. no way we beat the Nets at, at full strength, but I have no, I have no, little, little, uh, I have little fear that Le- a healthy LeBron James led Los Angeles Laker team can beat the Jazz in, in six. Huh. Okay. I mean, that's a good, that's a good thing to see. I mean, John, yeah. we, we got a chance to see, you know, some fantastic playoff basketball so far. We did. Um, any, well, anything? Three I, I, I want to go back to the LeBron and, and Curry thing in a second. Yeah, but but there's some other games that kind of wind up being in the space. That I think were pretty pretty interesting too. You want to want to talk about the ones that you've kind of seen or, or? Well, I mean, San Antonio is out of the out of the mix, right? Because they got eliminated yeah. by the Grizzlies totally. But the the Grizzlies can't feel great because I think it was uh, Demar Derozan and, um, <laughs> who is the other player? I don't even know who's just on name another team. One. Do you want me to just but, name uh, Jacob Rudy, Pirtle. But Rudy Gay was their leading scorer, and and that was a really ah. big. I mean, like that is that's oh, uh, <laughs> I it's Dejuante Murray. I forgot his name. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Oh, right. Um, but it's like Murray and and Demar Derozan combined for like I think it was like 18 points or something like that. Right. And the Grizz barely pulled it out. So the Grizzlies tonight, if you're watching this on Friday or listening to this on Friday, uh, they go face the uh, Golden State Warriors, who I think are going to beat the brakes off of the the Memphis Grizzlies. (laughs) I like I do not think like I do not think the Memphis Grizzlies have a a fucking chance against Steph and this team. One, because they're just a better team. And two, because Steph Curry's pissed off. Did you see his face when LeBron hit that three? He was like get the fuck out of here and the yeah. other part is is that i really think there, there are two reasons why steph and, and the warriors lost that game the referees don't at me and two steph curry had a terrible second half he turned the ball over a bunch yeah. he was like not as explosive not as good he had some great moments he had a couple of circus plays but 
Steph was, I won't say a liability in the second half, but he was a big part of why that team kind of struggled. And, and you know, he's pissed. And when he's pissed, he's good. So I I don't know. You know I'm excited. I'm excited you know to see what, what the, uh, the Warriors and Jazz will be like. That'll be an interesting <laughs> series. Yeah. <laughs> you know what the worst part about watching this team, this Warriors team? So, well, okay, two things. I didn't watch this game because I was at a Dodger game. So I watched it in fits and spurts off of the screen of the couple in front of me (laughs) at the Dodger game. And then I was also watching it uh, off of the screen of the people in the section next to me over the stairs. So I was like looking at an iPhone screen from like 15 feet away in two directions. So I couldn't like I wasn't laser focused. I was just like looking at the ESPN, the scoreline. But having watched the like a handful of Warriors games before the end of this season, um, if this team has Clay Thompson, oh, like it's oh, yeah. it's, it's over. over. Like yeah. we we like the conversation around the West is like entirely different if this team yeah. has a healthy Clay Thompson on yes. it. Um, yes. and like the, the conversation would actually be: this Warriors team is resurgent. Are they as good as they were? Right. When uh, in 2017 or whatever, like that's a different that's the conversation we're having less of a conversation like. Uh, how are the Warriors going to do against the jazz from the eight seed? Sure. Right. So, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's it was really interesting to kind of and I know because we're, we're playing a little bit of footage. If you're watching the video version of this um, of that moment when LeBron hit his his shot over Curry. Um yeah, it's a weird it's a weird thing to see someone like Curry have to carry the squad in the way that he's doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the also wild thing is to understand that he's doing it, which yeah. is nuts. It yeah. it it just tells you again just how like unreasonably good Steph Curry is at his size, at his position, in the way that he plays. I've never seen him look at another player in disgust oh. in the way that he looked at LeBron. Cause everybody does that to Curry all the time. Like yeah. when Curry is just in the zone, people look at him like he's turned into, you know, a Dragon Ball Z character. Yeah, and then you don't know what to do with sure. him. Yeah. It was the first time I've seen him get that to somebody else in LeBron. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes. which was actually really interesting. I was talking to my, my wife the other day, we were watching Hi. the game and we were, we were talking about, how LeBron and Curry are equals, but they're also not playing with anybody else. It feels like they were in this moment, just two people playing by themselves yeah. and everyone right. else was kind of just in the arena. Yeah. Um, I want, uh, you know, Anthony I want to talk. Davis did not show up to this game. He didn't. It was interesting to see how that wound up playing out. I, I'm, I'm curious your thoughts about that, Nikki, because I think he had a really weird game. He had an extremely uh, weird game. I, I weird don't game. know if I attribute that to he's a human being who plays basketball for a living sometimes, and sometimes you just have a bad basketball game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I don't, but it also could be he might not feel 100% because, uh, like, coming off of his injury, like, the timetable is has been weird. He's been having to play really important and hard basketball kind of immediately coming back from injury. Usually the Lakers would not they would have been coasting into the playoffs, right? So like the games that they were playing at the end of the season didn't really matter. So AD didn't have to go all out when he was at 90% 
before the end of the year. But because these games are important, he was probably playing at 100% while at 80%. So, like, I wonder if that is having anything to do with it or if it was literally just he had a bad game, woke up on the wrong side of the bed or whatever. Um, I mean, we have to also give Draymond some props, though. Absolutely. Yeah, like, just, like, locked him the fuck down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Draymond had a great game. I mean, he he really... There were there were two or three calls against Draymond that should not have just flat out been called uh, in the yeah, second half yeah. of that game, um, and they wouldn't have been if he had been literally anybody else. I feel anybody like. else. Uh-huh. Stab uh, LeBron James's eye out. That's going to be huge. He did. He did hit. He did hit LeBron in the face. I agree that it wasn't a flagrant. I was glad that they made the right yeah, call no, there. There was nothing. Um, I think my favorite part of the way that that game kind of ended up is that the 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 clock clock hit zero. Everyone's kind of saying, okay, whatever. The the last minute and a half of that game, LeBron James is just telling anyone who will listen that he can't see. Yeah. Like, I can't yeah. see. I can't <laughs> see. I really can't see, y'all. Y'all, I can't ah. see. And then he hits like the craziest three-point shot in the history of his career, probably. Yeah. And uh and Steph comes up to him and is just like obviously visibly giving him shit for hitting yeah, that yeah. shot over him. Yeah. And LeBron just goes like, you can, you can kind of make out what he's saying. He's just like, yeah, was, I just threw it up. Cause I couldn't see, like I couldn't see anything. And Steph, <laughs> Steph just looks at him and he goes like, fuck, get the fuck out of here. What yeah. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? You didn't just it was throw so that up. Good. You're, the, you're the best basketball player in the world. Like you didn't just it was, throw that it up. Was so good. It yeah. was one of the best. It was actually one of the best moments of the season good. for me. Yeah. yeah. Because again, it talks to, you have two people in their prime right now. St- LeBron is still in his prime. Like, I don't think yeah, LeBron is going to have that, like, <laughs> two to three year dip where he's no longer no. in his prime. He's going to leave. His leg's going to fall off. <laughs> and he's going to leave. Like, and then he's going to be like, only... he's going to be like, my leg, my leg, <laughs> <laughs> my leg. I can't jump my leg. Uh, and, it's, and he's but, still dunking. And he's like, still that's dunking. the thing he says. Yeah. He has one leg. He's still, he still has a 13 inch vertical. <laughs> But it, but it, it speaks to like again this idea of you know we're in this really cool moment right where I feel yeah. like in the league in the um, passing of the torch where again we'd had that moment in the era of Jordan and Kobe and and those folks and now we're in this space where LeBron and Curry and now we're seeing folks like. John Morant come up and sure. you know Westbrook is having his moments in the playoffs right now, which have been really interesting. Him and yeah. him and Beal uh kind of weirdly finding their groove against the Boston Celtics, even though they lost. Yeah. Um they won yesterday. Even, huh? They they blew the Pacers they, they blew out yesterday. Out the Pacers. Yeah. yeah. They like and the, which is weird because the, the Pacers blew out whoever the, the, the fuck Hornets. they played the Hornets. The Hornets. Yeah. yeah, but the Hornets aren't good. So I guess it's like was, it's a hard barometer, right? That was the, mm-hmm. that was the only bad game of the four of the four playing games. Yeah, that, that Hornets, that Hornets game was terrible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Hornets. So, I, I I that's a young team, but it's like I'd be embarrassed if I were if I were them. Yeah, I didn't show up. <laughs> I mean, I mean the Hornets though. Like who besides like who's their squad? Really, it's Lamelo. It's 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 some guys in Lamelo Ball. Yeah, yeah. So I like, mean, I don't, I don't know if Gordon Hayward is injured or if he's, or if he's just like at his summer clan retreat or like whatever he's doing. Wow, but, uh, it's hard to say. It's hard to. You it's legit. It's hard to say. Summer clan retreat. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 
<laughs> Maybe. Wow. Well, you know. So you mean so anytime he goes to the scorer's table, he's walking there with a tiki torch talking about they will not replace me? Gordon <laughs> 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 Haywood. Well, at least, at least you bailed me out of being the only one that said some shit about Gordon Haywood. Oh, my God. That's, that's so funny. For <laughs> <laughs> good. For Gordon Haywood. Oh, man. <laughs> Feel sorry oh, for he's making like Poor he's Gordon making like twenty five million a year to periodically to be shoot bad at basketball. I yeah. mean, look, I mean, look when he's when he's when he's at the scorers table when he has his tiki torch, mm-hmm. and you know how you rip off that plastic on the ground so that you can get your feet kind of kind of sticky. Mm-hmm. You know, in there he like rips his off, and his has like a little Stephen Miller card underneath it. <laughs> he's just looking at him. He's just looking at. Him. He's like, I love you, Stephen. I ain't saying nothing to nobody. <laughs> Nobody will ever know. I dap up everybody with all the cool handshakes. Anyway, <laughs> um, it's it is also this really again this 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 cool moment where we're having again that conversation about passing the torch and who's going to still be the kind of main person in the league and going back to that conversation about that that one interaction between LeBron and, and Curry. It just shows again just how they are at this other level that a lot of players just aren't when they can turn it on and turn it off. But I want to, I want to say it, it did bring up something that I think is going to be important for the, for the Warriors going forward. And I think it's going to be something that a lot of teams hone in on. They doubled him a lot oh, yeah. in the fourth quarter. Yep. Yeah. And he was not able to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. I but wonder. That's why, now, go ahead. Th- that's why it's like, if they have clay Thompson on this team, that doesn't yeah. work. Right? right, like the only reason Frank Vogel was able to throw extra bodies at Steph is because, like, then what? Your second, the, your second, like, offensive fear, like, you're, if you're like doing your fucking SWAT with what's that business shit? Is that called SWAT? A SWAT analysis. Where you go through yeah. and you, you, yeah, your SWAT analysis and you de- sure. determine oh. threats. What right, your yeah. second place guy is? Who? Andrew Wiggins. Okay. Right. Andrew Wiggins had an okay game. He had an okay game. But it's like in, it's still Andrew Wiggins, great, though, you know? But yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's that like other kid, it, that pool kid was doing work. Jordan Poole yeah. is actually probably uh more of a has a higher ceiling, I think, than James Wiseman. I oh, would yeah. I would argue. Um I, I and James agree. Wiseman was uh the top five pick, so yeah. It's tough how that ends up. Um but yeah, I, I think it works. It, only for this year. Oh, right. right. That strategy yeah. for the Warriors, who I think, like John said, are going to blow the Grizzly up. The Grizzlies up because John Morant is typical sophomore slump situation right now, I think, yeah. where he can't mm. really hit a shot to save his life. Um, yeah. And like he, he could throw it I down, though. If he gets the I yeah, mean, but he, like he I think it, he's it just he's gotta get there. having watched him play in those Grizzly games, it's like he he's indecisive on whether or he not is. he can hit his mid range. Yeah, so right. he hesitates too long, and the lanes close, so he can't go jam it. And yeah. then he's not confident enough from behind the behind the mm-hmm. line. So his mid range is just like he's trying to think too much on right. what, what he's going to do. So I, it's, it's really easy to shut him down right now. I, I do um, think Frank Vogel coached a really good second half. I yeah. thought mm-hmm. he, because as careless as Steph was at the ball at the beginning of the third quarter, I think Frank Vogel saw that and said, let's, let's not assume he's going to keep doing that. Let's, let's yeah. close, let's close this in on him so that he doesn't have even a chance to get back into a rhythm, which I thought was yeah. smart. Um, 
so yeah, I don't know. I Frank Vogel is one of those coaches that like I kind of didn't really pay a lot of attention to, and which is easy to do when you have LeBron James on your team. I just kind of assume mm-hmm. LeBron's going to coach them up and basically take that on himself. But Vogel seems pretty smart. I mean, he seems like a pretty yeah. good coach, and I didn't didn't really see that a whole lot uh, before before this year. So. His situational awareness is very, very good. Like yeah. I, I, I do appreciate the way that he coached that second half. He really did, um, kind of almost. He, they, it was weird because they almost mm-hmm. lost it because of the fact that they just couldn't find anybody else to score. Like AD mm-hmm. wasn't doing what he needed to do. Dream right. was kind of taking him out of the game. LeBron yeah. needed some needed more rest than he usually did after shooting into five rims. Uh, but it was also one of those things where. I didn't see anybody else who I had a feeling was going to step up in that game. KCP just was like in the mix, but not really in the mix. Right. Um, But it was really interesting to see just how the Warriors tried to figure out new game plans around a much bigger team. And I forgot, like, you know, I think it was um, Van Gundy who was like, yeah, the Warriors have four, four legitimate centers on their team. And I was like, oh, that's right. And then they put Andrew Andre Drummond in. And it looked like I've never seen a, a full-fledged 2021 basketball game look like you just put three characters in from Sanford or Son in at one position. <laughs> and then everything changed. I was like, this is the oldest black man I've ever seen play basketball. And- Andre Drummond? Andre Drummond. Yeah. Andre Drummond so walks. That, like, yes. What a, he's a throwback, not just just because he's a big defensive center, but you remember how like Clyde Drexler was like 21 and he looked like he was 84? Yes. Like that's pretty that's pretty much what Andre Drummond yeah. is. But but here's he's the a thing. Like, Clyde, that way too. like Clyde's body was svelte. Like he yeah, yeah, like yeah. he was like, sure, you know, sure, yeah. Andre yeah. Drummond looks like everything that he tries to do with his body is fixed with Robitussin and ginger ale. <laughs> Listen, he's and, out there though. It's not He's not working. <laughs> it's like who who has a better fitness regimen, Ethan Winters or Andre Drummond? <laughs> I was like, yo, just pour a bottle of health tonic on his ass and see if he'll walk different. Because he walked, he walks to the basket, and he. I swore he had this one play where he almost did a split. Oh and yeah, the I, most thought he got, scared I thought he got hurt. Ever see, I thought he got hurt, and Same. he was fine. And uh, and it it really did surprise me. I was yeah. like, I, I saw I saw at least two people in the in the in the stands lighting botanica candles as soon as he hit that as soon as he hit that split. And I was like, yo, this is gonna be wild to see what happens to him. Um, it was cool though. It I, it was one of my it was the best game of the season by yeah, far. It was a great game. Easy. It was a really great game. By far, it was the best game of the season. Um, did either one of you get a chance to see any of the Hall of Fame stuff? Because no, I hadn't got a chance cry. to watch any of it. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> reasonable. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was it was one of those weird things where like the main four dudes got in. So it was Kobe, Garnett, yeah. um, who else? Tim Duncan, uh, Timothy, Tim T- Timmy, Tim Duncan, and then it was weird because it was like, oh, Chris Webber just got into the Hall of Fame, and yeah. oh, like. That was the wildest thing from this year of just being like this. Di- like these are not beer like tier B dudes. Yeah, that who, are, are, just who are getting, getting in. who are right just now. getting in, and then also like weirdly not getting any pomp and circumstance around them yeah. either, which I thought yeah, to be kind of dirty. Yeah, 
it, it was a weird situation where it felt like they were undercutting the ceremony with more announcements of the people who were joining yes. the Hall of Fame next yeah. year. But then yeah. it was like, well, why would you time this this way? Yes. Well, such well, that. Well, but here, here's the other part of it that's kind of strange. Not yeah. to be all tinfoil hat about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But both Paul Pierce and Chris Weber both said fuck you to their networks this year. Huh. So Paul Pierce was like had that weird like Instagram party oh, and ESPN fired yeah. him. And Chris Weber was basically just like, I don't think I like doing this. And TNT was like, I don't think we like you doing it either. <laughs> and he didn't even he didn't you know what? Marv they Albert. Marv right. Albert is dead. They keep uh, resuscitating him before every game. <laughs> so he can come on and he goes, and he hits the it's the three. <laughs> He sounds dead, but yet they wouldn't let Chris Webber finish the fucking playoffs. Like that's two players that the the media did, did them dirty. And like, I agree with the other stuff where it's like, yeah, it's weird that they didn't pay much attention to it, but it's like, I I don't know. It's a weird thing because you think about Tim Duncan, probably best of all time in his position. Kobe Bryant can make the case, you know, he's at least on, he's at least number two behind Michael Jordan in that position. Um, you know, like these huge marquee players, but it's like, you think about Paul Pierce, he's not the best small forward of all time. Like you think about, you think about Chris Weber. He's not the best pants once in the middle of a game (laughs) Wait, who Chris Weber, Paul Pierce. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the, the, the the infamous, I hope, uh, I hope his bust is him being placed into the wheelchair. Like they, it's it's like it's it's the first and only bust in the Hall of Fame that has six people in it, because it's it's the four people who are assigned to pick him up, and then the person pushing the wheelchair, and then Paul Pierce is in it. I really, I really just wanted to be that Instagram moment with him and. and <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Y'all remember? Y'all remember last? Y'all remember last NFL season? Lamar Jackson ran to the back and yeah, to go shit, and, and everyone was like, <laughs> "It looks like he was running to the bathroom because he needed to shit real bad." And then he just spent like a week telling people, "Like, no, I didn't need to shit. I was messing with my foot. My foot hurt as he's sprint as he's fucking dead sprinting to the bathroom. <laughs> it's my foot. My foot hurts as he's I had the fucking boo-boo. forty like, yard I dashing. Would, <laughs> I would much rather somebody just do that at the podium. It was like, hey, everyone." Yeah, I, you know, like look, like look. Sometimes you, when you give one hundred ten percent, I gave one hundred twenty five percent. I because I had to boo boo. <laughs> There's nothing I can do about it. Oh, that's so good. Here's the, so here's the twenty one <laughs> inductees. Uh, you get uh, let's see, Rick Adelman, who deserve it. Um, <laughs> I think Rick Adelman deserves to get in. Yeah, uh, sure. Chris Bosh. Best Who? car salesman on the planet. Uh, Paul Pierce, Captain Boo Boo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Russell, never heard of him. Uh, Bill Russell ben as a Wall- coach. That's a that's as cool. A co- now that he's is in cool there twice. He is, he, yeah, he's in there twice. That's kind of that's kind of wild. Yeah. Uh, ben Wallace, uh, NBA two K, whatever year that was, and then Chris. Uh, I'm mad at all y'all forever, Weber. Yeah, that's what Jay I'm Wright. saying. Is that all those players are like? I would I would list them maybe outside the top 10 of their position oh absolutely yeah well um well this chris bosh for sure chris bosh for chris sure. well chris, chris bosh Bosch, yes. chris bosh is remember i think a couple of weeks ago we were talking about how important i think recency bias is going to be over the course of the next 
like five or 10 years for the NBA <laughs> hall of fame, because yes. a lot of voters are going to be like, change the fucking league that like not good, but like the big three was like the, was a new phase in the national basketball in the history of the NBA. Mm-hmm. So it would be weird from a cultural perspective to not have Chris Bosch in the hall of fame because <laughs> that heat big three is representative well, the, the, of like a movement. The Celtics, but here's the weird thing. The when Celtics, you said the yeah, three, and all was three of those that, are better than Chris Bosch. But yeah, he, but aren't they all already in? Ray yeah, Allen's well, now not eligible because he just retired. Right, because he, he just retired. But he, but, but he will like, be. Ray Allen as a as a as a shooting guard, infinitely better than what Chris Bosh was. And even like here's here's why I know that that doesn't really reign true to me in the conversation mm. of like where Chris Bosh lives in all of the ecosystem of like best player in whatever. You said big three, and I automatically automatically went to Boston. I didn't even yeah, think of him. Same. Damn. Yeah. Well, never mind then. No, no, no. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, like, oh, Boston. Yeah. No, no, Nikki. I, I think you're right. I think your premise is right. I think what I'm saying is that like this is starting to look like the WWE Hall of Fame to me. It's they're just fucking oh, naming okay. people. Okay. Great. They're just, they're great. Just Congrats. People. NBA Hall of wow. Fame. Wow. Can I? JJ <laughs> Barea in the Hall of Fame. He hasn't even <laughs> well, retired yet. Here's the here's here's the here's the thing that actually <laughs> makes John's point in the most version of that point. Is yeah. now we're letting fans into the Hall of Fame, which is we are. nuts. Yes, the the guy from Toronto, uh, the Sikh brother from Toronto, who's in the who's in the front. He's row in the Hall of, of Fame time. now. He is supposed to be getting into the Hall of Fame. Well, I I put him in before Chris Bosh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Chris Bosh did not change the game. Like Dwayne Wade changed. He the retired game. early because of his heart, though. That's great. Bless him. Bless him. <laughs> I hope he is doing great. I, I hope he's doing amazing. I hope Chris Bosh is he great. He was the he I was, to buy, <laughs> Toronto. I would love to buy Chris Bosh a nitroglycerin pill and dinner. But like I don't like I don't necessarily think he's a Hall of Fame player. I think it's because I think it's because there have been two important players to ever play. Three oh, no, important players Kaleep. to ever play in Toronto. Khalif is dead. <laughs> <laughs> because you just you said I'll give him some nitroglycerin and some dinner. You yeah. basically just sweet teed his ass. <laughs> You're like, oh bless him. Yeah. Oh, bless Chris. Chris Chris is just a wonderful man who played the basketball and yeah. then his heart gave out. Bless yeah. that little old man <laughs> and, and then little broke your heart. Listen, I'm like, I'm being honest. Like, I don't know what to tell you. If I started playing no, basketball and people you're, you're then notice like, that I'm in a wheelchair and they're like, you should retire, I'm like, all right. I mean, fuck. <laughs> like, but am I in the Hall of Fame? Like, yes. what records has he broken? What records has he broken? He was Best important. Post-show. He was, yeah, important Canadian. <laughs> is he what? Canadian? I thought he was from Dallas. No. no yeah, there dude, have been two important players that have gone through the Toronto Raptors system. No, Vince no, no. Carter I, and right. Chris Bosch. He's not from Canada. Oh, yeah. I was about to say he's from Dallas. <laughs> yeah, no, he's not from Canada. I'm just oh. saying that there have been two all-time two important players to go through the Toronto Raptors system. And it's the only team in Canada, and that counts for something. Well, Tracy McGrady played for them, didn't he? It's not when I was alive. So <laughs> Okay. I was wow. about to say, I was like, yeah. Um I guess as, so. as that's a, also not true. That's not that's not true. Superfan Nav Batia 
uh-huh. from the uh, Toronto fan of Toronto Raptors is going to get into the Hall of Fame. Not Batia deserves it more than Chris Bosh. Wow, that wow. is that is just rude. Now but why also Did he, is he dead? <laughs> no, he's alive. Yeah, what he is? Had really I, just, I actually don't for a long time. I actually don't know. I don't know about this fan. The only Toronto oh, Raptors fan I know is He's been at literally every single game since 1995. Oh, then yeah. he absolutely Are you kidding me? But then but he, then he, uh-huh. But then they got to put then they got to put Spike and they got to put Jack Nich- Nicholson. That was my point. Was That's like, what I was going to say. Yeah, how is before yeah. you get Spike? Yeah. Maybe That's when wild. Spike dies, they'll put him in. Spike Spike will fight He'll, he got Spike a ring. Will do something wrong and fuck it up to, and, and not get into the Hall of Fame. What if they or did the Jimmy same Dolan rules? Will, will lobby what if they gave the same rules where, where Spikes has got to be like, I'm going to stop going to games and then five years yeah. later get into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, God, I'm done. I just, I, if something that would be incredible is if uh, one of these G League kids is mm. like, like has an MVP <clears throat> and uh rookie of the year and a championship they get a treble in one year and then they retire and then it would be silly to be like well we're not going to have this the greatest rookie of all time not be in the hall of fame Mm. and then they induct him into the hall of fame and he's only taken five years off so he's um 23 years old and then he comes back into the league (laughs) What a rich fiction you've painted. I love this. What's idea. wrong? I just there's just no players in the NBA in the NBA Hall of Fame who have I I just love the idea of the WWE Hall of Fame that everybody is in it and also everybody yeah. is still active. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's very they, they, good to me. They ripped the limiter off it a few years ago where like, you know, yeah. like, well, we got to put Batista in even though he's alive and still doing <laughs> shit. And, you know, but just because they're like, they're putting our, he's the, he's the best actor to ever come out of the fucking WWE by like a mile. Uh, sorry, oh. Dwayne. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, they should just start doing that. Chris, Chris Paul is in. Like, that's just, like I mean, Chris Paul's still alive. To be in. I know. Of course he does. Yeah. God, I mean, what if they told, what if, <laughs> what, if you, what if they, you just, everyone just died three years after they were inducted? Oh, like Final Destination? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. So what you're actively <laughs> doing is trying ring. to not retire. Right. Because the threat, the threat yeah. is that if you retire, then you'll be eligible. And that if you're eligible, then you can be voted in. Okay. Oh who comes God. out of the TV to get, to collect them? Kwame Brown, of course. <laughs> Yeah, it's Kwame Brown. It's got to be Kwame Brown. It's got to be Kwame he's mad, Brown. He's he's like he's like the Red Skull in uh, that fucking <laughs> space place where he's in charge of the gym because but he can't ever use the gem because he's too sad or whatever. I have I have not seen oh, no. someone scratch and claw their way into any version of it's notoriety work, as Kwame Brown right now yeah. beefing with. Freaking uh, Barnes. Matt Barnes. No, not even. Yeah, with Barnes. It is the dumbest, weirdest thing I've seen in a long time. It is like the yeah. worst barbershop fight I've seen in a very long time. Yeah. And no one is winning. Like, yeah, it's, no one one of, is winning. it's one of those ones where you're sitting in the booth and you're just watching it and you're like, I can't leave because I'm two people. There's two people in front of me, but I right. desperately want to leave. Right. Yeah. But you can't yeah. leave, so you have to keep watching. Yeah. Like, this is one of those fights that even world star people wouldn't scream at. 
Exactly. <laughs> like you would be watching it in the circle and they would be yeah, like, yeah, okay. World star. World star. Sure. Well, I guess. <laughs> anyway. Um, any other any other stories? Any other things from the league this week uh, that you have on your mind that you want? I mean, to I don't know. Is Matt, is Matt Barnes right? I don't. Matt know. Barnes is right. Is he right? Kwame, Kwame Brown can't talk shit about anything. I mean, this is such a weird thing because I did just spend five minutes talking shit about Chris Bosh, who is a great basketball player. I just don't know if I would put uh-huh. him in that same company. So, so Chris Bosh is a great player. Kwame Brown was not a great basketball player. No, he was bad at basketball. But like, yeah. but like this, this does to me open up an interesting door about like busts in the in yeah. any league. Oh. I mean, like. We talked about Jamarcus Russell and like Ryan Leaf in the NFL like this. We talked about Tim Tebow. We uh, yeah, to an extent, although like Tim Tebow actually won some shit. I mean, to his unbelievable, yeah, uh, it's reasonable. I mean, ugh. but it's like he got to the yeah. AFC Championship game. That's big. yeah, but it's like, but it's like you know, Kwame Brown. Like everything that Stephen A. said in that old clip is, is correct. Mean, is, I is just watched it two right. days mean, ago, but it was right. Like, yeah, uh, you look at that trade for trading for Pau Gasol in his prime and they gave up Kwame Brown and some picks yeah. that probably never came to fruition. And yeah. and he was right. He's like, yeah, this is a train robbery. They gave up no one for <laughs> Pau Gasol. And I feel bad, but it's like it did make me think about revisiting this, the role of media in this. And it's like. I don't think the media is interesting if they're not critiquing the things that they're watching mm-hmm. and being honest yeah. and assessing those things. But I'm also wondering like how much is too much. And part of me is like, I don't know, maybe there isn't a line because like that's a moment in yeah. history for me. Stephen a talking shit yeah. like that. But like, it does make me feel a little bit bad sometimes because Kwame is not in a right space. Whoa. That's not great. No, but I alternatively, mean, he could have been good at basketball, you know? So I think like that's just going to decide to be good at basketball. Like, I, I think like, I don't know. Like, yeah. I think that, I think it's that he has, he has designs that he was better than he ever was. Well, right. did you Which, hear what he said right. about Kobe? No. What did he say oh, about no. Kobe? What did he say Brian? about Kobe? He said, he said, and I quote, yeah, me and Kobe got 81 points that game. That's okay. That's funny. That's I, funny. I, I was like, <laughs> my, I, I, my eyes turned into Looney Tunes saucers. When wow. I think that, that would okay, be so more maybe, funny if Kobe was alive, but that yeah. is funny. Well, maybe he said, it, he said like, it with the most serious face, though. Know, he wasn't, uh, he he wasn't like, being a goof. No, he there. was Hear not like, he was like, I contributed to that 81 by setting some really great screens. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. That's well, what he said. I was going to say, maybe Kwame took a lot of time off to learn how to be the next great Andy Kaufman style comedian. This kind yeah. of like oh. performance artist that's just like resurfaces and he's like, I was the greatest of all time. Look. Right. If 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 we're if we're before we get up out of here, if I am con- <laughs> if I'm remembering Kwame Brown and trying to figure out if it's either Kwame Brown or Andrew Bynum, that's a problem because I couldn't tell you I couldn't tell you who was who except for the one thing that brings it all together is well, the T pose in the I game. I was about game. to say, yeah, yeah. Kwame that's is the only, not the the only reason I know either here's, one of them in either any real way. Here's how you can tell the difference. One of them was critical in winning uh, the National Basketball Association World Championship in 2010, and the other one is Kwame Brown. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. That's so about right. that's kind of how you can 
determined. Remember, God, remember when Shannon Brown looked like it looked like he was going to jump over the backboard for that one dunk in 2009. Y'all remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cool. wait. I mean, just give him, give him two more years. He'll be in the, he'll be in the Hall of Fame. He'll, he'll be in the Hall of Fame. Hey, I watched him. Uh, <laughs> I, I watched. I watched this uh, those uh, WNBA games. Uh, yeah, they were good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unescu, good that, Well, that did y'all talk about? Was that I wasn't on last week? Did y'all talk about opening weekend and how that we um, Liberty yeah. uh, Fever game was one of the best basketball games I've ever seen? Oh, we, um, it hadn't started yet. It was starting that evening. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Well, yeah, that yeah, Liberty yeah. Fever game was one of the best games I'd ever seen. Um, it was really Sabrina good. Sabrina hitting that three. Also, did you know that there have only been like seven or eight triple doubles in the history of the WNBA? I mm-hmm. did. After That's Ionescu. wild to me. I did after Ionescu. Yeah, yeah. Got the eighth one or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's really cool to be able to like watch yeah. history in that league, like actively unfold yes. is pretty lit. Also league and pass WNBA league pass is like $20. Is it really? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like yeah. $17.99. They give you a week free. It. Wow. It's absolutely worth it. Yeah. Um, um, also the Dallas wings are undefeated and we don't need to ever revisit this. They've won the <laughs> national championship. <laughs> wow. That's incredible. I can't believe it. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the sparks because of the the and then we can leave the sparks because of the um of the weird staples schedule because of the fact that the season's later and stuff um currently are playing in the convention center in the LA convention <clears throat> center in one of the halls where they do e3 but the wood is they just took it through a tunnel so it still says staple staple center on the floor but it's in the convention center. So like all of the shots are like, welcome to Staples. But then it's doesn't look like state because it's not Staples Center. <laughs> funny. That's weird. Oh my God. I didn't know that. That's funny. Know that. But yeah, Technology. You should, you should watch WNBA. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what could convince you aside from a week of really good basketball with really great uh, emerging players. But yeah, you yeah. should watch WNBA. It's really good. Yeah, you should watch WNBA plays. You should watch more games. You should make sure you're getting all that stuff. The NBA should actually make some jerseys in my size. That would be great. And also, you can check out more Corner 3 next week uh, if you're listening to us on any podcast platform. You can check us out. If you're on the Apple Podcast platform, you can give us five stars, please. We'll take them in small increments. We'll put them together. We'll mash them together, and it'll look like... Um, something that Kwame Brown would have made in uh, an art class. It would be beautiful. Uh, thank you again for listening to this this week and every week. Uh, much love to you all. We'll be back here next week with more Corner 3. We'll see you very soon. Peace.